Hello and a warm welcome to Align with Aline podcast. This week we are sharing the space with the wonderful Suzanne Neff. She has so generously come on to talk with us about her experience with equine therapy and the beautiful new project that she is currently working on and it's incredible. (laughs) Suzanne has been working with horses for over 20 years now. We're working with horses and people. She's worked for the Pirelli Academy and now she is offering workshops online in German for German listeners and is involved in a very, very beautiful project. And she's come on today to talk about how she first found her affinity with horses, tell us her story and explain to us all about the project and give us some tips in how we can become closer with nature and work with nature for healing. So a huge welcome, Suzanne. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Aline. Oh, it's my pleasure. (laughs) So as I, I mentioned, you've been working with horses for for over 20 years now and you've come on to share with us. So how did you first realize that you had such an affinity with and a sensitivity working with horses? Well, my grandfather, he used to work with horses and he was my big role model, I have to say. He did logging with horses. um, And so he pulled wood out of the forest with the draft horses and brought them to the, uh, brought the trees to the mill with the horses. So he worked all his life with horses and I always wanted to get closer to my grandfather. So this was my way of approaching my grandfather because I (laughs) I could always find him in the stables with the horses. So I just snuck in and uh, cleaned the stables and whatever to get his attention, basically. And then he would show me how to brush them and took me on the carriage ride or whatever. And this is how it all started, really. So how old were you when you were creeping into the stables and learning how to groom and being with, with your grandfather? I don't know. I have pictures from me sitting on a horse from when I was really little and they would were just holding me. And <laughs> I, I can just remember that I was always surrounded by horses because they were always uh, at our place. And so I don't know. I must have been... I, I started vaulting when I was six, five or six. And wow. then I was always around horses and in the stable and tried to feed the horses to please my grandfather and <laughs> knock out the stables to just oh. get his attention. And that was, yeah. Oh, wonderful. So so did he have a real sensitivity with horses as well? He was well known, um, yeah, because he also was selected to choose the best horses for the second world war for the generals because uh, yeah. they when they recruited all the horses they had to find out which ones were the best ones so he was chosen to uh yeah really say okay this horse is worthy to have for a general and this horse just for work or whatever so he chose the horses and then he was also responsible for the horses uh, in uh, russia when they went to russia wow so he his affinity then obviously passed down to you the just yes. knowing horses. So yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. So how so so you were so so you were a lot younger and you were with your grandfather. So then how did it develop? You 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 worked with your grandfather for many many years. 
yeah, what happened was that uh, when I was 18, uh, it was about uh, choosing my profession. And I was mm -hmm. like, hey, I really want to work with horses. But everyone around me tells me, oh, you can't make money with horses. Like, if you just ask for 20 euros an hour, how will you ever make a living? And so I thought, hmm, maybe it's not such a good idea. And then I was at a personal development or coaching class and they said everything is possible what you want for yourself in your life at and 18 I, amazing amazing yeah. so it was in frankfurt sitting in this class and i was thinking if i can do oh god that makes me emotional if i can oh. do anything i want in this life then i really want to work with horses yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah Thank and you for sharing that. I'm feeling that. And I'm so glad you did, because can you imagine if you listened to what everybody else was saying to you? Yeah. Do you want to take a moment? <laughs> it's okay. It's just... Um, it's, uh, it's beautiful. But, I mean, that is how much love you have for horses. You just know why you're here. I love that. That's incredible. Wonderful. And, yeah, I'm welling up as well now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll just have a little sip of water and then we can continue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this actually leads on really nicely to what I wanted to talk to you about, how horses are teachers, because you obviously had this huge infinity. You absolutely knew. And would you say that from, from a young age when you were working with your grandfather and obviously he was teaching you and training you, did you really feel that when you were making that decision, it was the horses were helping you make that decision as well when you were 18? Definitely. There was yeah. no question about yeah. it because there were my teachers all my life, they taught me more than my parents and I, they were like a replacement for my parents in a way. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, you can just learn so much from horses about like the herd rules or the herd uh, hierarchy, like they don't fight to show their love. They just are. And you have to like really apply, um, you have to have trust with them, but also equal amount of respect. So it, you te he teaches you or the horses teaches you all about um, life basically. Mm. Because it's the same if you have children, you have to have respect and uh, also trust. And mm. it's the same with dogs or with other people. You have to have this relationship and a language, a common language and yeah. um, leadership. And yeah, you learn all this when you work with horses. And would you say they're like a mirror as well? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So so you were 18. I want, I'd like to, I, I don't want to... Um, I don't want to delve too much into it, but when you were 18, so you're in the self-development class, you're like, I'm doing this. Then what happened? <laughs> well, I just started, um, I was very clear that I didn't want to be someone who was doing something what everybody else does in yes. Germany. Yeah. So I didn't want to go the usual German approach of uh, learning to ride and learning to deal with horses, I wanted to go to the best horse people around the world um, That so that if I would come back, that I would have a unique approach so that everybody would search me out because mm -hmm. I could do something that no one else could. 
and unique. That's, absolutely yeah. yeah so that's why yeah. i went uh, to petparelli or first i did all the classes around europe that were available and then i um i went to the uh, Pirelli university or academy or whatever mm -hmm. uh, and I spent there many years and so every winter, most of the time in Colorado or Florida and yeah. And then I was a Pirelli instructor and horse development specialist for many years. So my specialty were difficult horses, mm. the young horses. And I imagine you actually taught the Pirelli Academy a thing or two yourself. <laughs> I don't know about that because always people have to like really also take it in or mm. yeah. Well, we're all teachers and we're all students, aren't we? There, there's learning everywhere. There's classes everywhere. So yeah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> so, so from, from Pirelli, then you were, you were going around the world and giving workshops and that was, um, that was with the Academy or that was separate from the Academy? It's always that you are self-employed. You are just an yeah. instructor and you pay a license fee. And then my collaboration or collaboration. Yeah, your ended, collaboration, yeah. Ended in 2013 with Pirelli. Mm. And until then I was traveling all around the world as an instructor giving courses mm -hmm. and clinics. And um, then I was just at the point where I thought, I want to incorporate more. Like mm -hmm. I want to learn from different people and so that's why I uh, went to see Linda Kohanov in Arizona. And then I went to see Caroline Resnick in, and she lives in, in California, close to San Diego. And I also went to Walter Set in Canada, or I went to uh, Switzerland uh, to Freddie Knie Senior or Junior, Junior, Junior. And yeah, so I worked with a lot of different horsemen that were really famous really well known yeah they all had a different approach i also mm -hmm. went to see linda Tillington jones in hawaii and so yeah because i just wanted to have a more well-rounded perspective and not just a singular approach or narrow-minded approach yeah. and yeah that's always been my thing to have like different aspect and aspects to be like a sponge and take it yeah. all in <laughs> yeah instead yeah. of just um having my view limited or mm. yeah. I think that's a great way to live actually is a great philosophy is it is respect everybody's way of doing things because we're all completely different aren't we yeah, yeah. brilliant <laughs> excellent so um I'd like to talk to a little bit now. I mean, obviously you continue the work with the horses. Um, I mentioned that you're offering uh, workshops for, well, for German speakers <laughs> and you will soon um, offer workshops for English speakers as well. But at the moment, your main project is it's, I'd really like to hear about it if, if, uh, if we may. So the main project is the protection and rehabilitation for animals hu and humans uh, and nature. So could you talk to us a little bit about, I mean, obviously it says exactly what it is, but could you talk to us a little bit about how that came about, who's involved, what are your goals, what it's all about, please? Yeah, so it's an association I'm currently founding with two other people. Wonderful. And um, the goal is to have really ranches worldwide um, where we would like take on animals that were hurt, that need our protection, 
and also rehabilitate them with in combination with traumatized humans so that people can come that have experienced trauma like PTSD or anxiety and we have traumatized animals and they both can heal That's so it's like, it's like a win-win situation <laughs> and I also want these ranches to work in a permaculture way so that we would also like grow our own fruits or vegetables or whatever on this land so that we are completely self-sufficient if you sure yeah for those so, of us um so, so those, those listeners who don't know exactly what permaculture is could you explain it a little bit more please so this i'm not the expert about permaculture obviously my mother is because she has a huge <laughs> garden uh, wow. has it for over 20 years and yeah so she's the expert and i <laughs> i always learn from her mm. but for me it's really um the question is how we can um for example if there have been past pesticides on the land or whatever or um heavy metal poisoning or whatever or radiations um through yeah so then i just try with the help of minerals to remineralize the earth that mm -hmm. the effect of this poisoning of the earth um is reduced or like reversed that's my goal so be. it's rebalancing the earth basically yeah yeah i mean th that's just putting it in a very um short sentence but that that's the way you describe it that that's how I felt so it's just rebalancing but yeah. in a very gentle and natural way yeah yeah exactly and that's something that always fascinates me like if you see pictures of like pieces of earth where it's like completely deserted and mm -hmm. then it looks 20 years later it looks like a paradise or yeah. like an oasis or amazing completely yeah yeah rejuvenated yeah completely. because all the chemicals have gone it's just yeah. natural yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's something that personally fascinates me and also mm. because i've also experienced trauma and i have always been looking how to overcome it i uh, also want this for other people to mm -hmm. heal from past trauma and uh yeah people and animals alike experience trauma and so they can also heal themselves by helping that's each really other beautiful thank you yeah. <laughs> now that that that's incredible um it's a, a really really sorry I'm getting messages for you so I'm just trying to come back <laughs> that's a really really beautiful 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 um okay I will have a message for you afterwards I'm still trying to continue the conversation okay I will say the message afterwards <laughs> So it's so beautiful what you're doing. And you mentioned about the, um, so you're encouraging people who've experienced PTSD and they've experienced trauma. So did you experience that in your training? You worked with people with who, with the, because I've heard before where with horses being the mirrors and I've heard how, um, how healing horses are in equine therapy. Could you talk a little bit about about that side of things and and then we will we'll come back to talk about the um the project that you're working on yeah definitely so for me um like the difference if i would go to a shrink or if i would do psychotherapy is that mm -hmm. 
with horses because they are they are communicating non-verbally they access the subconscious way more directly than if we would go to a shrink and would just talk about it because sometimes we all had the experiences that just talking about it doesn't fix it or doesn't heal it mm -hmm. because some talk about it for 40 years and it just brings it yeah. up, back up again it doesn't solve yeah. it or heal yeah. it yeah and um I um, tried this approach like after I finished my cooperation with Pirelli and I was at a ranch to try it out and I just uh, did some drawing beforehand about my new vision and then I just sat down in the pasture and um, there were just three horses coming to me and I was sitting there and they were just breathing into my hair and uh, it touched me and I was just they were just tears running down my face and they didn't even have to say a word you know mm -hmm. and this is somehow you always uh, release attachment when you're when you're um, crying but it's also that they bring up deep things that if I would have talked to anyone at that point probably no one would have gotten to that point or to that point. Silence, it, silence is golden you know silence is golden and it's, it's the energy isn't it it's that beautiful energy yeah. and I would imagine also very shamanic because getting to the root rather yeah. than talking around it like you mentioned for 40 years it's getting to the actual core of the of the of the issue yeah that's so beautiful and for me personally, it was always like, you know, I my dream goal was always to ride in the Olympics. And I was um, very ambitious and I always wanted to train hard and I had such a strong focus. And then at one point, it really shifted into this more going into a more therapeutic approach. Um, and yeah, so... You, you knew at 18 that the, the universe decided what the horses decided for you, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. so the other two people you're working with the, with the project on. So it's, so I keep using the word beautiful because that's all I can feel. I just feel it's so beautiful that, that nature, animals, humans can all heal together. So you've combined the permaculture, healing the land. You've combined um, horses who, well, animals as well, I imagine, who haven't had the best start in life, bless them. And they're now cocooned in a really beautiful, loving environment. And then humans, human beings, it's all sentient beings together. It's gorgeous healing together. Yeah. So the um, so you mentioned you're working with a, another two people. So where is that going to be based? Is it worldwide? Is it is it an incentive to to go everywhere? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the goal would be to have ranches worldwide. Okay. And I don't know if we, I, I can't do it all alone. So I have <laughs> some people that I want to approach in different mm -hmm. countries or have already approached in different countries. And we will just see how it develops so that sure. it will be a worldwide network of ranches and people who um, just follow the same um, goal or message to, to do this in that way. Gorgeous, because the world's changing, isn't it? I mean, I we've been speaking so much about how we're going towards matriarchy, and it's it's, and and the world is changing because veganism, which I'm delighted about, is it. I don't necessarily say it's a trendy thing, but it's very very popular, which is wonderful. And you wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought that four or five years ago, because there was a real kind of stigma of oh yeah, if you're vegan, you're a hippie. 
but it's it's everywhere which is is fantastic and there's so many of us who were you know changing habits and eating more plant-based and wanting to get closer to to animals so and with all your experience do you have any words of wisdom <laughs> of how um of how our, our viewers how our, our re- uh, readers and listeners <laughs> <laughs> can uh get closer to their pets or get closer to nature is is there anything that you would you would recommend at all well the easiest thing for me after a stressful day is always if I just go and pet my horse or if I just sit and lean with my back against the tree and just uh, connect with the tree or do a walk in nature and like I said before before I was very ambitious and then I went to therapeutic and when I was so ambitious I always made fun of all these people that were just doing some (laughs) groundwork with their horses and just some grooming or just sitting in the pasture and I was always like this is ridiculous really what are you <laughs> doing and I was really what are you doing? A lot of respect for them because I really didn't get it I was like that's not um like you're not reaching any purpose or you're mm-hmm. not and and I ne- never really got it and then my desire grew for just this peace and just this connection and and that it can just be enough to just like pet a horse or whatever and and that that's fascinating to me this shift that happened inside of myself because I couldn't imagine it really Mm -hmm. I I was convinced that I will never deviate from like being an Olympic athlete (laughs) focus 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 (laughs) yeah Yeah, and it was like like complete shift like Mm -hmm. from this goal to like more therapeutic and more healing and more connection and nature that this is more important than this goal but mind you saying you know that's mean actually because I'm saying focus 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 taking the mickey out of it but you need everybody needs a lot of focus to to achieve what you've achieved anyway so um what I'm talking about is more when when we're younger and it gets instilled into us that you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to work a, um, a certain way because that's uh, the people around us, that, that were their survival techniques, I guess. So it can get um, kind of uh, layered down. So I think a lot of us at the moment, would you say we're, um, we're kind of breaking through old patterns? And that's why um, a beautiful incentive that, that you're creating will, I feel, really encourage people to break through and to to come and heal. I think that's wonderful. And and how how will you be um, putting the word out there? So do you have anything that we can share for people to see yet? Or is it all in the making at the moment? <laughs> so um, I wrote three books that are- Wow, okay. <laughs> Oh, and not all of them are available in English yet. Um, I wrote one about like different approaches to healing for horses. Um, so it's about natural um, health. Um, how do I call it? I um, Horse Health Naturally. And it's available on Amazon. And um, this is a little booklet where you can just take it into your stable and if your horse has something like laminitis or is sick in any way I just describe the things I experienced that they will help and that are natural like biosalts herbs homeopathics bacterics 
um, minerals, all these things. And it's a little comb combination or compilation of things that... Both. Really <laughs> it's a combination of a compilation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is my little booklet. And then it's a... Original. It doesn't sound like a little booklet. It sounds like an incredible grimoire to have, actually. <laughs> and then I, the original book is my book, Horse Whisperer's Handbook. And um, this, uh, I just translated at the moment. It's already available in German. Uh, in German, it's called uh, Leitfaden für Pferdeflüsterer. Okay, I won't oh, try to repeat that back. Horse Whisperer's <laughs> Handbook. And... Um, yeah, so I'm currently translating it, and this is also available. And then I have another one that's more spiritual, and it's called Spiritual Mysteries. But this one is only available in German at the moment. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so this is how like people can read about mm -hmm. it. And um, yeah, I will do more workshops in the future also again about healing for horses and people. Wonderful. Yeah, so and but what I do if someone really wants to work with me, I can also always do over the phone or over Zoom private sessions for the horses or just for them personally. That's um, also you read my mind. Thank you. That was my next question. <laughs> How can yeah. people can people work one to one with you? And yeah. so it, it's possible to do the sessions over over Zoom as well. Brilliant. Zoom or over the phone and yeah because most of my classes that I'm currently giving are in German like mm -hmm. my group or or other horse kids, so it's easier at the moment to do it one-on-one -on -one. sure sure brilliant well thank you so much for joining me it's been absolutely gorgeous thank you so much uh, there, I've got so many more questions but I've actually got messages for you that I'm going to tell you afterwards yeah <laughs> But um, I just I just find you inspirational. I find you Wonder Woman. I think I mentioned that to you before we came on, actually. It's really beautiful what you've created. You're hugely inspirational. And I can see a book coming from your project as well. I can see so many wonderful things for you and all you're giving to the world. So thank you. And I wish you so many blessings with all your projects and all your love in the world. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ho. <laughs> <laughs>